Hello, beautiful people. Quick question. Have you ever thought to yourself, I've been passed up for a promotion, but I don't understand why? Or I want to change in my career, but where do I even begin? We know we're not the only ones that have had these questions. And that's why we started this podcast. It's called Career Gems for the Journey. And we hope that as you listen, you'll discover some gems for your career journey. I'm Leah Murphy, and I wear many hats. I'll tell you about three of them. I'm an engineer by trade, a career coach, and an entrepreneur, all while working to stay happily married and raise three children. And my name is Alma Gordon. I'm a brand marketer, entrepreneur, and serial passion pursuer with a business approach to my endeavors, but always with a creative spin. And we're two really great friends that have supported one another throughout our professional careers. I mean, we've been through it all, and we're here to share some authentic stories, key successes, and setbacks. You're not going to want to miss this. Career Gems for the Journey specializes in team building and keynote speaking that can be delivered virtually and or in person. If you're looking for an organization to provide turnkey team building as a part of your team offsite, retreat, or strategy session, we have what you're looking for. Visit us at gemsforthejourney.org to reserve your date. Hello, 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 beautiful people. I am excited to be back with you for another installment of Career Gems to the Journey live with Leah Murphy. Uh, so we have been, we just closed out a series uh, last week, got a lot of amazing feedback as a result. I constantly want to make sure that we are introducing the conversation that all of us need to take good care of ourselves, our overall well-being and our mental health. It's just so integral to being successful in life and to achieving the results that you're looking for. When you define success for yourself, I think to think about your whole self is super critical. What does it look like for you to be successful? What do you feel like on a consistent basis? And that for me has been so transformational in my own personal professional experience, as well as um, that of my clients. So mental health and well-being is mission critical for me. And I really want to encourage folks to take the time to just evaluate for yourself where you are, how you're feeling. Do you have the right resources in order for you to be successful? And those resources may look like therapy, which I am pro-therapy, big fan of it, get you some. Um, So I love therapy. I also love um, just consistent self-care and doing well-being check-ins. Um, the world is constantly throwing new things at us. So the opportunity to do a check-in to see where am I at? How am I feeling? What's going on? And do I need to slow down, right? Do I need to take a pause or do I have additional capacity? And now I can really surge and rev up because everybody's at a different place in a different time. So I think giving ourselves permission to kind of ask those questions, explore our own feelings, and then actually take action based on what we learn. Um, is something that is really important. And I'm glad to be having this conversation during Mental Health Awareness Month. And I'm also really glad just to share my own quick story. Um, I consistently now um, believe that the work that I've done um, inside of corporate and outside of corporate has been more impactful to my understanding of how people work. The dynamic, the psychology of people is something that I'm now absolutely fascinated in. 
I was joking with a friend of mine the other day of uh, thinking about going back to school, right? Like, because I need something else to do. No, I don't need anything else to do. But I have been reading tons of books on the topic um, of human psychology and the impact that it has on us and how we show up uh, in our day-to-day lives and how that influences career. As I am doing deep research to build additional career research, uh, resources, I'm doing research on human psychology is a big part of it. So now fast forward, um, we've been talking about amplifying and helping to advocate for yourself, right? Um, owning your own narrative was how we close it out. Now, this one, um, this conversation that I want to start for us today is tied to owning your own narrative, but it takes us in a different direction. Um, and I promise I'll bring it full circle with how it relates to mental health because I want to talk about being laid off. I want to talk about really destigmatizing being laid off. And there's several reasons why I think it's important to destigmatize it. I think um, there's a perception, there was a perception certainly in previous generations that any time where you were not employed or didn't work for an employer meant that you had to resolve that, you had to solve it, you had to, you had to go do something. And I think that mindset is shifting some, but there's still a certain stigma around being laid off. So I thought that it was important for us to have the conversation because there are just new variables that continue to be introduced. And as we introduce these new variables, it kind of requires us to adjust our strategy, to rethink what our strategy is going to look like. During an amazing webinar for my own alma mater for Temple University, um, and the focus was jumpstarting your job search. So the other part um, of that focus that was really important was let's make sure that we kind of level set and better understand where the job market or where the market conditions may be, depending on your location or your industry or your level of expertise. 70% of people have been laid off or experienced underemployment at some point during their career. 70% of people have been laid off or experienced underemployment at some point in their career. So this is fresh data from um, earlier this year in 2023 that my organization, Career Jumps for the Journey, was able to research and put together. That research really led us to dig deeper into, okay, what's happening? And how do we make sure that we can destigmatize being laid off so that folks feel like they are in a good position to navigate what's going forward, right? So it's not just, you know, I got laid off. What does that mean for me? What does that say about me? It's more to say, I got laid off and lots of other talented people have also gotten laid off. And, you know, that says something, right, about the industry and where we are in industry generally, not necessarily about you as an individual. So the other thing that I added there was there were market shifts that are happening and they're happening in different sectors. And then there's timing. What role does timing play in your career strategy and how do how does the current market impact your long term and short term goals? Right. So it requires us to ask some really important questions in order to navigate um, destigmatizing being laid off. But I want to talk about the destigmatizing and how important it is first. And then I want to talk about what to do about it. Right. So we just saw the data. Seventy percent um, of people have experienced being laid off some form of separation from an organization and or and or underemployment during their career. So underemployment, we've defined as employment where um, an opportunity or a job has take, is taken based on personal needs, not based on competencies, skill level, or abilities, right? So a lot of times we expect for us to continue to proceed to, 
to grow in our career. And maybe, um, you know, during the pandemic, what I saw, there was a lot of data. It was a very competitive market, um, peak of the pandemic, you know, 2020, 2021, when industries were shrinking and growing at a tremendous rate. What we saw were people who were in very senior level roles in their previous you know, organization. Maybe you were a vice president and then you were applying for director level roles um, because you needed to make sure that you provided for yourself, provided for your family, or there was just a fear overall, right? The industry that you were in was making big shifts. You needed to get something that you felt secure about. So that is um, how we defined underemployed, right? So it's not that you actually are separated from an organization, but underemployment means the role that you have taken and the role that you took is not aligned to your competencies. It's below your competencies or your capabilities, and you've made that choice for any variety of reasons. I won't go down the whole list of reasons, right? So I'm going to also raise my hand. I personally have been laid off during my career, and it had a huge impact on me. And the impact that it had on me was really, do I need to rethink what I'm doing, right? Do I need to make a significant shift in my career? Do I need to think about going into a different industry? Do I need to think about um, going into business for myself, right? Like there was all these things that happened as a result of being laid off. After I got laid off, here's the kicker. Maybe six months later, my husband was laid off from his from the company that he worked for. And again, it kind of made us think, all right, well, maybe we're doing something wrong here. Um, quite the contrary. Actually, quite the contrary. Um, neither of us at that time were doing something wrong per se, right? There are two paths that I think this discussion can go down. And I'm going to try to take us down one um, and then hopefully meet us at the second one. The first path is industries are making significant changes and shifts. The market since, you know, maybe 1980s, um, all the way up to now, job market has changed so dramatically as far as jobs being withdrawn from the job market um, due to offshoring and other global impacts, right? So there's that. And then let's like fast forward to where we are now, where there are industries that are just literally sucking jobs directly out of the market. The ones you've probably seen the most about as of late are in the tech sector, in the startup realm where lots of those organizations have decided that now in 2021 to 2023, it's time for their organizations to shrink, whether they're right-sizing or whether they overhired. There's lots of reasons for that. I'd love to get into that into a different conversation. But conceptually, the organizations have made a change holistically in order for them to make their numbers, right, from a quarter-to-quarter basis, or in order for them to be the appropriate size for profitability, that they're withdrawing jobs from the market, right? And those are jobs that people are currently in. So when you think about getting laid off, you think about it being something in the past, it was like, well, you got laid off, there must've been something that you did in order to get laid off. Oftentimes it's just not the case in the market that we're in now, right? The market that we're in now, getting laid off can often be a result of something that was completely out of your control, um, definitely an organization-wide decision. And they may have decided that one function decide, needs to shrink, right? Uh, I've seen functions go from 375 people to 100 people. So we're talking about keeping, you know, a little over 25% of the people who are in that organization. Even if you were a talented performer and you were strong 
And a lot of people that are getting laid off are talented performers and they're strong. They're capable. They're smart. They added value to the organization. They did the right things, but the organizations made a bigger um, decision that impacted them. So I really wanted to talk through that just to destigmatize being laid off because 70% of people have had that experience sometime in their career or underemployment, right? So let's just level the playing field and say that that is something that has been um, a part of modern um, workforce. I was reading a book called The Man Who Broke Capitalism, all about about Jack Welch um, from GE. Absolutely fantastic resource. Um, it's not a fun read. It's not super exciting, right? It doesn't have any you know jazz or pizzazz, but it really did help me to frame up as I think about the work that I do and helping people to devise um, or to create career strategies, understanding the man who broke capitalism and how manufacturing and American companies and international companies have grown and um, in their growth have been able to control um, the unemployment rate through intentional tactics really helped me to open my eyes and get a broader understanding of how shifts in the market and that could be the stock market or it could be political shifts have a direct impact on us as job seekers um, or us as folks who are working in organizations that are looking to grow our career, right? So I really wanted to talk about first the foundation of 70% of people have been laid off or experienced underemployment at some point in their career. It happens. It happens to people who are super talented. It happens to people who are very capable. It happens to people who have delivered results for the organization. It does not mean that you have done something wrong. So the opportunity when you experience, potentially if you experience, right, because for the most part, lots of us are going to experience some form of separation from a company. When you experience that separation, then the question becomes, what do you want to do from there? How are you going to strategically navigate what your next move is such that when you describe or when you explain the time that you used, um, that you used to reinvent yourself, to develop a new strategy, to take on a new skill, to broaden your own competency? What did you do during that time? Right. And this word is <laughs> this word is for people who are interviewing. Right. For hiring managers, for HR folks, for other people who may be on the hiring committee. We should be past the point where we need folks to explain any gap in employment. We should be past that part. Right. If someone experienced a gap in employment, whether it was um, of their own doing or whether it was um, of the organization making a choice, we should be able to acknowledge that these things are a part of careers now, right? These things are a part of careers now. So if you are a leader, if you are a hiring manager, if you are an HR partner, it is absolutely um, common for there to be some gap in employment in a 10, 12, 15, 20, 30 year resume. So how that person chose to use that time when they experienced the gap of employment can be a great discussion from an interview topic standpoint, but it's to be expected right at this point in the process. In the next part of this series, we can talk about how to use the time strategically, um, but not necessarily jump into another organization because a lot of times the fear of having that gap in our resume will cause us to jump into another organization that is also not a good fit for us, right? It doesn't match our career strategy. It doesn't align with our values potentially, but we made the choice because we had this concern or fear of having the gap in our resume. 
And I'm here to tell you that making a jump into an organization that is not a fit for you is worse than having to explain taking six months to a year off um, because of experiencing joblessness for a period of time or because you decided to take the break. You decided to just ride it out and and do something with that time that focuses on your overall well-being, that focuses on your mental health, that focuses on doing things that bring you joy. Right. So that kind of discussion is a more progressive discussion. And I think it's more reflective of the direction that we're going. There are organizations that are longstanding, very traditional organizations that will still, you know, you know raise an eyebrow potentially if you have an experience, um, a gap in employment on your resume. But I think that those um, that perception is shifting. The average tenure for Gen Z in a job is 2.8 years. Now, this is according to the um, Department of Labor and Statistics. So new interest to the job market will make between 10 and 14 job transitions during their career. This is data that you can absolutely go fact check. I will give you the sources, right? It's the Department of Labor and Statistics. So the average tenure for Gen Z in a job is 2.8 years. Now, that's not in a company. Right. I want to make sure that we're clear. It's not in the company overall, but it's in a job. It's 2.8 years. So you'll make between 10 and 14 transitions, job transitions during your career. So this is Gen Z data specifically, but this definitely applies to millennials. Maybe the number for millennial is slightly lower. Right. This, as I mentioned before, was being presented to Temple University. So they're focusing on a specific group of folks. Um, as we were doing this research, but the data is there that there will be several transitions that happen during the career. And in those transitions, sometimes there will be a gap. There will be a gap in employment. And that is normal because people are making a different set of choices for themselves, right? People are choosing to step away from career for a period of time for any reason personal. And that is now being acknowledged and and celebrated uh, in healthy work cultures. Is being acknowledged and celebrated. There may be some cultures that are not acknowledging and not celebrating. And, you know, then you have to evaluate for yourself. Is that somewhere that is going to be a good fit for you? But there's also, you know, just an overwhelming acknowledgement that companies are making choices that are going to create environments where in, um, people who are looking to be employed or people who are seeking roles within those organizations don't have the opportunity right at that time. So I wanted to just make sure that I shared this with you too, because it continues to just remind me that sometimes we feel like we are the only one experiencing some kind of friction in our career. We're the only one who may be experiencing joblessness or being laid off or underemployment at that moment. And I'm here to tell you that seven out of 10 people (laughs) have experienced that at some point in their career. Now we may not be experiencing it all at the same time or all together, Um, But certainly there is a precedent that has been set that there's a direct impact to the shift in the market. And that's why the man who broke capitalism was so um, impactful for me, because it explains systematically um, through data and, you know, verified sources that companies deciding to do layoffs or to do restructuring or to move jobs to a different part of the country or to a different part of the world for that matter, is something that all organizations are now using as a part of their strategy um, for profitability. So that profitability now will have a direct impact on people. And often, right, capitalism requires profitability over people. And that's the society that we live in in the United States of America. 
So um, I wanted to really do the work to help folks destigmatize potentially experiencing um, underemployment or experiencing joblessness um, or being laid off from an organization because it happens to lots of folks during their career. And I also wanted it to allow us to think about, does this mean that we have more work to do? Potentially. But it also means that there will be better discussions that should be had by leaders in organizations because leaders in organizations should also be getting familiar with this data. And as they're getting familiar with this data, then you have to ask the question, is it appropriate now for me to think about a gap in employment as problematic for a candidate? No, <laughs> no. Right. Let me help you with the answer. It's not. So as we think about going in, having great conversations with candidates who are trying to join the organization. Now we have to address our own bias. Super critical that we have to address our own bias to say that a, a gap in resume or a time where someone ex experienced separation from a company does not, does not reflect them as not being quality talent that you should bring into your organization. It's just not the case. And as a job seeker, as someone who has experienced under um, employment or potentially being laid off. Also thinking about it as how do you explain what you experience during your career in a way that feels thoughtful and the way that feels, you know, honest and transparent because it's possible, right? It's possible to do both. And it's also possible to be able to explain and advocate for yourself and talk about the results that you were able to achieve in that organization. And the organization still made a different choice for things that are well outside of your control. And then I want to empower us to also say, well, I made a choice to take a gap in my career, right? If I had my whole life to work and I made a choice to take a gap in my career for personal reasons, you name them, whether it's family related, whether it's mental health related, whether it's physical health related, whether it's because you just want to travel and enjoy yourself and drink wine on every continent, whatever that choice is. Now we are in a position where people have the benefit of choice and certainly um, the generation Gen Z and Gen Alpha, right? Those, those who are coming into the workforce have a different expectation from a quality of life. They have a very different expectation from a quality of life standpoint, and they are going to continue to make decisions that focus on quality of life and success together, right? I think before we talked about career success as a very, um, you know, you think about the baby boomer, boomer generation, or maybe even your Gen X generation, it was really focused on um, professional success was what led the day in a lot of scenarios. Um, there's some, you know, in a lot of scenarios, right? Not all. So don't come for me. But um, that was a perception that was really important. Now we have folks that are making a significant shift, joining the job market, having a different perception of what success looks like, having a different perception of what quality of life looks like, having a different perception of, um, you know, do I even want to get promoted four or five, six times, right? Do I want to just navigate a career that doesn't um, require that of me? So there's a place for all of us in the market, right? There's a place for those of us who are very ambitious and are looking to continue to progress and want to have all the strategies in order to get to the next level, to get promoted, to negotiate for better compensation, to do the things, right? And I'm here for that. But I'm also here for the perspective that will allow us to think about folks as also valuable to the organization in addition to, right? Because they're choosing a quality of life, because they're choosing something that is a higher priority for them. And that higher priority for them may look like creating flexibility in their work. It also will look like 
them aligning and making a conscious choice to say, okay, I'm going to take that gap. That gap is a good fit for me. It's what I'm looking for right at this time in my, in my life, in my professional career. My book, Salary Power Moves, Winning Compensation Negotiation, it has been a fantastic resource. Um, I actually am speaking on the topic in a number of different forums because the book has just kind of enabled us to do that. And I'll give you guys a gem. I wrote this book in a season of preparing for taking a break, right? This book was kind of a strategy for me to help to navigate for myself. What am I trying to accomplish? What is the next season of, of entrepreneurship look like for me? And how do I create resources that will then help others be successful? The copy of the book is available on Amazon. It's also available on gemsforthejourney.org um, in bookshop. So please do take advantage of that. Um, head over to grab a copy of the book because there's going to be a lot of really exciting um, content and opportunities that are coming up as a result um, with the book. And I want to make sure that you can be a part of that discussion. So grab your copy of Career Gems for the Journey, Salary Power Moves, Winning the Compensation Negotiation. Um, that is available on gemsforthejourney.org. You can absolutely find it there. And you can also find it on Amazon. So we launched on Amazon last October. It's been an amazing experience just learning through um, becoming an author and what it looks like to be an author um, and what it looks like to, to talk about a topic um, at depth. And the reason why it's been so impactful for me is I can see the fruits and the benefits of that work and it continues to motivate me to keep going absolutely continues to motivate me to keep going. It's been completely amazing to see people learn the skill of negotiation and to be able to bring in resources um, that they completely did not have a strategy to, to approach before. When you be intentional about the way you see yourself as a valuable asset to an organization that is looking to leverage your asset value in order to negotiate for additional compensation, it really changed the game of how we show up at work every day. We think about ourselves as free agents that are looking for the right opportunity for us. And we're making sure that we're appropriately compensated as a result of it, um, because that also creates space for us to be our own personal brand. Think about ourselves as someone who can continue to grow if it is our choice, who can continue to bring wealth into our household or into our family if that is our choice, but it's necessary to have the strategies. It's necessary to have the strategy. And that's what we did here in Salary Power Moves, winning the compensation negotiation, head over and grab your copy. Go to gemsforthejourney.org slash bookshop to grab your copy for just $9.99. Take advantage of it while it's available now. Um, and we are excited to have greater discussions around salary negotiations specifically. And we want to make sure that you have that resource. It is a digital ebook. You can grab your digital copy. It'll be available in your inbox, you know, within minutes of you making the purchase. And there are worksheets and pages directly in the book so that you can get into action to better understand strategies for negotiating for more money, even if you're not in the midst of a negotiation right now. You can build the skill, understand the strategies, make sure you understand and embrace the language of negotiating for better compensation, and you can start doing that now. There's no reason to delay. 
whether you want to negotiate for more money inside of your current organization that you work for, or if you're looking to make a transition to look for another opportunity, the book is for you. So this has been amazing. It's great to ride with you. As always, I am looking forward to the next time that we connect and we will be back next week where we'll dig in a little bit further to talking a little bit about the market conditions and it'll give us an opportunity to stretch out and think about the strategy of how to navigate experiencing being laid off or underemployment. So excited to be back with you and I will see you there. Your last performance review was solid, but it only came with a small salary increase. I understand, I've been there too. You want to negotiate for more money, but you're not sure where to start. We can help. Get your digital copy of Salary Power Moves Winning the Compensation Negotiation today for just $9.99 at gemsforthejourney.org shop. You'll learn what to put on the table in your negotiation and how to influence the people in your organization to give you additional compensation. Grab your copy today for just $9.99 at gemsforthejourney.org shop and learn to negotiate. This was Amma Gordon and Leah Murphy. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode gave you some real gems that you can use on your own career journey. Come back for the next episode and be sure to follow us on social at Gems for the Journey on Instagram and Career Gems for the Journey on LinkedIn. You can also email us at info at gemsforthejourney.org with any questions or comments you may have.